Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. All right, so we are here with uh, Sua Rosa, and you might, for the listeners out there, you might get a sense of a little lag time. She is in the UK. It's technology. We're still talking. This is impressive. Just imagine 30 years ago trying to do something like this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, thank you. So. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so so walk, walk us through uh, a little bit uh, what you do. So you're a mental health and well-being coach. Mm-hmm. So basically, I've been a counselor for about 10 or 11 years now. And my and a few years ago, I decided that I also wanted to to do coaching as well so that it would have a different vibe to it you know more kind of um, looking forward not so much perhaps looking at the past all the time so um, I over the last let's say three or four years then I've managed to kind of integrate I've been working at doing that so that I can offer both to clients um, kind of in one package if you like yeah so um, so that I'm still able to do the counselling part as a way of helping somebody to remove the blocks so they, they can more easily achieve their goals. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did this all kind of get started? What I understand is that your family came from Spain. You didn't really have a, a, a voice in the UK, I guess. Mm-hmm. And kind of had to come out of your shell or walk me through kind of that story of where it all kind of started from. Well, I, I guess my, my parents came over to the UK in the late fifties, like a lot of Spanish people did in those days. Um, and so I was actually born in the UK, but um, I learned my Spanish was my first language. Um, and so for the first few years, my English wasn't very good. So I learned very, very early on, I guess, kind of strategies as you do as children uh, in order to fit in and survive so I found myself you know imitating other children and uh, kind of wanting really to belong and fit in and making big efforts to do that which has actually stood me in good stead over the years you know that kind of um, knowledge of how it is for other people to feel different and not fit in but also having the positive mindset that we can overcome difficulties in life in in order to, um, I don't know, live life the way we want to. Yeah, in order to survive, I guess. So would you classify yourself, quote unquote, would you classify yourself, quote unquote, growing up as maybe a follower because you couldn't really lead because you didn't really know, I guess, how to lead. So you had to follow the other ways of the people Mm. around you. Is that... Yeah, that's a good way. No, that's a really good way of uh, of putting it. Yes, as a child, I guess I was, but um, and and that's an interesting question, actually, Vinny. I've never been asked that before, so (laughs) it is a good question. I guess I had to follow first in order to then eventually, as I am now, leading because I I, in my. early 20s I started to teach English did that for a little while and didn't pick that up properly into my 30s to teach so I guess I'm more of a leader now excuse me but uh, I guess in order to have got to that place 
I would have had to have followed others. And, and I guess in adult terms, that means having our own mentors and our own coaches as well to guide us in some way. Mm-hmm. Do you I mean, do you feel, I mean, and, and this is just, because I can only imagine it'd be, it'd be fairly hard to lead in a community where that's not your first language. You feel comfortable with that language. Yeah. So is that what was holding you back to kind of be a leader, able to speak confidently in English? Oh, no, no. I, I think um, it, this was only in my early years about the English learning. That was very early on in my life. So um, okay. through primary school, my English gradually got better and then I didn't kind of feel too different or left out. I, I kind of integrated quite well after a few years. So I don't think that the language has really been too problematic um, since the early days, since since I was little. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're saying about 30 or so was when you kind of started feeling like you were more of a leader, correct? Yes, in terms, yeah, in terms of, um, yeah. So what do you think was, what do you think changed from the earlier? Yeah. So... I, what there was one um let me just try and, and think now because i have i did study when i was 18 i went to university and um i did lots of things i was involved in lots of activities and i've always worked but really it wasn't until um i, I was in my late 20s i was a, a housing support worker working for people with moderate learning disabilities um and it was only until they, the, the housing trust that I worked for, it was only until they were offering voluntary redundancies that it made me start to think, well, hold on a minute, if I didn't do this job, what else could I do? Um, and I, at that point, because I'd been in that job for many years, it was quite challenging for me because I knew I wasn't happy in the job, but I was scared to leave. Uh, and so I really wasn't finding my voice and I wasn't fulfilling my potential at all, even though, as I say, in my early 20s, I'd done a lot of different stuff. So um, what happened then was around that time, somebody I knew told me that the local college was offering, um, they were looking for lecturers to teach media studies. And um, it I resisted the idea because part of me wanted to go for that and another part was was really scared because I hadn't been you know um, in education for many years but then I kind of remembered that when I was in my early 20s I'd been involved in community video projects um, and had been um, involved in that kind of creative process and I had been teaching as well on and off English to others you know to foreign language students so it wasn't an impossible idea you know it wasn't necessarily a huge leap I just had to have that process in my own mind of convincing myself that actually come on Sue if you step out of your comfort zone here who knows what's on the other side so eventually after kind of toying around and resisting and um I actually did go for it and I, I took voluntary redundancy, went for the job and got it. 
And that's when my life turned around, really, was when I started to teach and I started to find myself through that process. And I loved it, absolutely loved it. And eventually I started to teach Spanish. So I I taught media studies, BTEC media. And then eventually, um, and, and through that, you also do your training to teach. So I trained professionally at the same time. Um, and then ended up teaching Spanish for many years, as, as well as other jobs at the same time. But my life completely changed from, you know, from having said yes to that opportunity. Yeah. What do you think? So you, so you were saying that, well, come on, what's on the other side? What do you think was on the other mm-hmm. side? In your wildest dreams? What well, you I didn't. I, <clears throat> excuse me. It, well, to be honest, at first I couldn't imagine anything. I was quite, I suppose I, I, I was in fear of um, having to step out of what was comfortable. And I didn't, I couldn't see myself straight away in that, in, in, you know, in that other life that was um, actually waiting for me. Um, until I slowly started, I guess, to allow myself to, to dream a bit and to imagine, okay, what what might that look like? So then I did start to imagine eventually, you know, sitting in front of students and being with them. I mean, I know for, for most of us, it's a difficult time to, because we, mo- we most of us go away from the idea of fear instead of going towards pleasure. Yes. Do you remember what that, what that trigger was or what that activity was to allow you to switch instead of thinking of the fear of what's yeah. going in front of people compared to that pleasure of, I can see myself in front of them. Great. Do you remember? Because I know people listening right now, they might be in that boat now. Absolutely. They're just not really sure of how to kind of transition. It. Absolutely. Great question. Um, I think part of it was um, allowing myself to hear my the 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 person who told me about the job. I, he knew my background and he was kind of encouraging me. So there was something about me allowing myself to really hear the faith that he had in me and not to just dismiss it Uh, and that allowed me then to think well hold on a minute okay actually yes I have done this and actually yes I have done so something about testing your own reality your own version of the truth of your story you know your the narrative about well maybe I'm not good enough and all of that stuff it's allowing my yes when I started to allow myself to think differently that was it okay so let's see could this be true let's just play around with that idea that maybe maybe things could be different you know um and it was through that process of testing my reality well maybe i could just get it maybe maybe um and then from there gradually uh the the energy around that changed and that's what would, would led that's what led me to be able to go okay i'm gonna write the application form and just go for it i'm just gonna go for it and because then there was that charge behind okay maybe i can that kind of came over in the application form and it came over in in the interview um but yes it was it was a process it, dealing with those that negative voice yeah when did the i can come to i did okay when did i can i can't oh i can okay 
So, um, do do you mean before I? I'm not sure what that question means. Could you? If there's a new project that I, that I'm trying, or maybe it's a it's a, a deal that I'm going after, and it's like I can do this, I can do this. And for for sometimes it's like okay, I got the contract signed, so I did it, I accomplished it. But other times it's like you're looking at the project and you're like, you know, mm-hmm. I. I put all this game plan together and I'm actually here. There's that one moment where you say, you know what? I did this and I can do so much more now. Was there a moment that you remember where you're just like, wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, I did it. I'm, I'm here. I, I actually did what I thought I could. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do remember Viv on a table, you know, cool dudes. <laughs> And they were all sprawled out on the tables and sitting on the floor. And I had this big TV there next to me. And we were um, we were watching some film or something and then dissecting it, you know, as part of their learning. And um, and we were having a bit of a, a laugh as well in the, dis- the group discussion. It was just wonderful. And I remember sitting there thinking, yes, this is it. This is what it's about. You know, I'm actually doing something that I love, you know. And and just they were just so nice as well the the kids you know they were really cool um, and yeah that real sense of yeah I'm in the right place I did it yay yeah I guess that was it it was yeah I have a vivid picture <laughs> of that yeah yeah that that was that was it and yeah yeah love it loved it there's this uh this motivational speaker, uh, David Goggins, where he talks about that he kind of goes back to his, his, his times like that that you're talking about. Do you ever have, do you ever go back to that moment? If you like, if you're in a yeah. struggle now and you're just like, I did this, I accomplished this over here. So if I can accomplish this, I can accomplish this. Do you ever go back to that moment or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think it's really important to keep remembering all along the way, what you've done and your accomplishments. Cause I think somehow we have, we we can have that amnesia around our own, you know, experiences. And it, I was looking at, um, I used to be in bands and used to sing and stuff. And uh, and it just looking at photographs, just whoa, all these memories came flooding back. Oh, wow, I did that, you know. Um, and it's the same if you ever look at your CV or, you know, um, I don't know, people's comments, testimonials maybe that people have given you or um, things like that that we forget. And it's like, wow, yeah, actually, yes, I have done that. Wow. And I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, it's in moments when I might doubt myself or my abilities from time to time or think that, you know, that gremlin, that not good enough gremlin that we all have Mm -hmm. that, kind of seeps in sometimes it's like hold on a minute no you know you have achieved x y and z you know and it's important to hold on to that that kind of but it's maybe it's something that we keep needing to feed to feed that that message to ourselves you know to keep remembering what do you think some of the biggest struggles that you've had to kind of like overcome to get to the point that you're at having this this successful business you know, just in life and business in general. Yeah, but well, certainly for for business, um, one of the struggles was tech business, the tech, <laughs> all the tech stuff that we need to negotiate. You know, probably what I mean. Um, you know, from the website, from doing Zooms or whatever. You know, um, to 
Facebook ads to you name it, LinkedIn. Ugh, there's just so much tech out there, isn't there, when we're doing this kind of work. And so what I did was I thought, well, I cannot do all of this. It's just outside of my skill set, you know, um, but it needs to be done because it's like the infrastructure of the work that we do. So um, somebody had mentioned um, a vir virtual assistants. And so um, I hired a, a virtual assistant um, to work for me part time. And I haven't looked back because she's amazing. She does. Um, she, she does all the back end stuff and the maintenance of the website. She does all the um, the posting of any any blogs or anything that I've done. She just does so much. So that was one challenge that I managed to luckily overcome because I work with somebody else. How did you find a good one? <laughs> well, to be honest, it was gut instinct. It was my intuition. I just Googled and it didn't take me long to find her. She was quite local. It was just through Google. It was just pure. And I thought, oh, well, she looks nice. <laughs> you know, and the information that she's got looks pretty good. I'm going to give her a ring, you know, and I just called her. Actually, it's not that anymore. It's, it's this. Uh, so I called her <laughs> and um, she, she was just so nice. She was, she was really lovely. And she obviously knew her staff. And so we arranged to meet. And we got on like a house on fire. She was really efficient, reliable, knowledgeable everything and we've become good friends as well so we hook up every week online and we go through what needs to be done as well she's great but um a different challenge that i had was um with um the fact that as a counselor as a counselor um i had to get my head around i had to have such a huge shift in terms of visibility, because as a coach, it's kind of different, you know, it just is, you know, when you're a coach, you have your website, you're more out there, um, the boundaries are different, um, but with a counsellor, you tend to be more behind the scenes um, and not as visible. So professionally, it did take a while for me to be able to straddle that gap between the two and to feel comfortable online speaking you know, and being videoed and that kind of stuff. That took quite a while to get confident with, um, to navigate through. Yeah. 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 Through just, it's that fear, you know, that feel the fear and do it anyway. There was a really good um, challenge on Facebook um, about three years ago that involved, uh, you had to film yourself every day for two minutes on your iPhone um and talk about a specific topic that this woman chose for you easy topics um and then you posted it in the group and the group had to give you only positive feedback they couldn't give you anything else just positive feedback and that was <laughs> yeah and that was fantastic it was really kind of um really confidence building you know, I mean, it was it's hideous, I think, anyway, for most of us a lot of the time to look at yourself played back, you know, even just audio. You know, it's like a bit cringy, isn't it? Or I wish I hadn't said that or um, <laughs> I still have that. But now I can just let go of it. I can just go, OK, well, 
so what? It's fine. You know, and just stop compare, trying to compare with other people and just be me and all of those things. So, yeah, and through practice, through practicing, you just keep stepping out, keep stepping out of the comfort zone. Well, I mean, I think one of the things, because there's stuff like that that, that I that affect me, and one of the big things that I think someone told me is don't judge someone's outsides by your insides, like your own insecurities. Yeah. So it's like, just keep yes. doing it. You know I mean? We're not, no one's perfect. And if you see someone that has yes. like a Photoshop video or a Photoshop picture, you know, that's on them, you know, be <laughs> you are, other people yeah. are going to appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. We can only be who we are. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, so what's next for, for you, for your business? Where, where, where's everything going forward? Yeah. So, um, uh, so at the moment I'm working on, um, a three-month uh, coaching program, online coaching program. Um, it's mainly for uh, busy professional women um, who are at the point of their lives where they perhaps are feeling anxious or overwhelmed. They've got maybe that negative voice in the background all the time that's stopping them from change, making changes in their life moving forward. So it's for those women really. Um, the 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 format is that there is going to be videos. There's going to be a private Facebook group for accountability. Um, there's going to be one to one ones with myself over the three months. Group coaching calls, um, and it's going to be called the Mindful Conscious Living Program. So we look at mindset mood mindfulness movement and maintenance those are like the main headings but there's several modules within that um and then there's um a 30 days to manage your anxiety online program that i'm about to launch as well uh and i'm doing lots of zooms and zoom interviews and eventually would like my own podcast as well well what will your podcast be about oh it's um i want it to be called um open minds and turning points and it's going to be about people's experiences of um that have a bit like this really as well where something's happened in their life and that's actually made them do something completely different um that honors you know what they want to be doing for themselves um so that kind of thing yeah with lots of different people so yeah hopefully speaking gigs and getting out there a bit more so in in six months when you have your podcast out well i'll be getting an email saying hey i might need uh someone to be interviewed <laughs> there you go <laughs> collaboration <laughs> so how do you um i mean in in the uk you're talking about for women with anxiety i mean starting their business everything like that what's the perception of women run businesses in, in um in the uk right now i mean is it because i know there was an old perception in the united states where I mean, women, you mean, stay at home, take care of the kids. I think that's slowly kind of getting to, to some kind of balance. I mean, we're, we're still not there, of course, in the, in the U.S. But what's the idea yeah. uh, in, in the U.K.? Just a generality. They're similar. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, about, about women in the workplace. Women Starting their own business. Work, oh, sorry, yeah. did you say women? Yeah, starting their own businesses. Work. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think more and more that's happening now. For sure, more and more people are, um, are getting to the point now. It seems 
uh, are feeling quite disillusioned and unhappy at work and that they know that there's something else out there for them. So a lot more women now are becoming self-employed and there's a lot of support out there now online, as you know, especially for women as entrepreneurs as well or solopreneurs, they call them as well. So I think it's changing. There's a changing tide. But really, I think there's a kind of mindset as well of actually my life can be different. So there is more of a an awareness there and more people wanting to become more themselves, more self-aware, that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's still not we're still not there in terms of, um, you know, women pursuing or following their dreams. But it's certainly um, something that I'm really proud to be part of. Yeah. I I also if, I teach counseling as well. If if someone's listening to a woman, she's not uh, she's home or she's scared of kind of taking that next step and following her dream. What kind of advice to to our listeners out there would you give? So I would say it's a really good idea to sit down in a, in a, as relaxed a state as possible. So maybe do some relaxation, some breathing, that kind of thing. Make sure you're not disturbed. Maybe get a candle out or something like that. Get a pen, piece of paper, write down your fears, write them down. It's kind of there's something very powerful about coming out of your head, really. So what are your fears? What's the fantasy around what would happen? Because there'll be a lot of um, assumptions made. You know, fear is, you know, there's a lot of Fear is tied up with assumption, you know, um, and and fear isn't necessarily based on truth either. So let's have a look, see what what you know, write it all down, and then have a look at again testing the reality. Is that true? So if they're saying uh, I won't be able to leave because um, I'm not skilled enough, okay. So to determine if that's true, have a look to see what skills you do have. What is it that you'd like to do and what do I need in order to bridge that gap between where I am now to where I need to be? OK, and then you've got a plan. OK, so that makes that reality a little bit closer to you rather than just staying in the place of fear. Let's just get it down, write down exactly what your fears are. Um, and and then another list of what what are possibilities for you? What's your dream? What are your dreams? Forget the. Um, the nitty gritty of how you're going to do it, just write it all down. And so that then you do have that, this is the fear and this is where I'd like to get to. And then you kind of, the work is what happens in between those to try and, um, yeah, mm -hmm. to try and minimize those fears by actually making yourself, you know, make that decision to look at what you, what your thinking is, you know, is that thinking that you have, serving you any longer i'm not good enough okay is that true what's the evidence behind you not being good enough what would good enough look like so it's all those questions really um that a coach can help with and talking about that so if someone's gone through a step they need that extra push right there uh how would they get in contact with you how would they follow you how would they they look to your platforms all that kind of stuff Okay, so I have a, a website which is www.suarosa.com. 
that's S-U-O-R-O-S-A. I have a Facebook page, which is just Sue Orosa. And I have um, a Facebook group, which is called Personal Growth Hub. And that's a space where I put lots of like tips and advice in and posts and videos. And I've also got another group as well. Um, from that personal growth hub, there's another little group that meets online every month, every week as well for extra support, which is free. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn and, uh, I think that's it. Thank you, Sue, for being on the road to growth and anyone, any last words you want to throw out any last statements, sentences, anything like that. Uh, thank you, Vinny, for having me on your show. And um, any last word? Well, just um, to know that um, your life doesn't have to be as it is now. But in order to make something, uh, to make a different life for yourself, then you need to start to commit to change. That change is possible, but you have to make that decision to change so that um, things can be different for you. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.